This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Welcome to the best bits. This is just the bits. I'm Morgan. In case this is your first time joining us, what I do is break down the Bobby Bones show from this week. These are the top seven segments based on engagement, what you guys called in about, what you guys loved on social media, you know, all those good metrics and stuff. And we're going to start off at number seven. I reviewed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. This is just another review in my line of reviews I've had to do lately. Uh, The guys think it's hilarious when I have to watch shows or movies for the first time and review them. And we see if they're still relatable or hold up today. And I mean, I've had some very controversial opinions of these movies. So it's, uh, it's a good time when you guys blast me on the internet for not liking these. But I will say... I did enjoy this one. I mean, it's not my favorite movie ever, but I did enjoy it. And you can hear my full review that Bobby was proud to hear because this is one of his favorite movies. Here is me reviewing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Number seven. We've been giving Morgan shows from back in our day to review. Morgan, you're how old? I am 28. And so you'd never seen Beavis and Butthead. Never seen Beavis and Butthead, nope. It got the lowest score of all that we've given her. (laughs) It's terrible. A 0.5 out of (laughs) (laughs) 5. The Goonies did terrible on her list. It got 2 out of 5 truffle shuffles, which I thought was a bit low. Seinfeld, also pretty bad. 2.5 out of 5 jackets. Austin Powers, one out of five groovy babies. (laughs) That's crazy. Now, some of the ones that she liked, Back to the Future, four out of five DeLoreans. The Karate Kid, 4.5 out of five. Cobra Kai's, Shawshank, five out of five. So she's not being a hater to all the stuff from our day. But I had her watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's Keanu Reeves, if you ask me, his finest work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's his finest work. So, Morgan, this moved from 1989. It gets an 81% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. But what does Morgan the Millennial give it? Well, it started out so cheesy. And I was like, it's oh, from 89. listen. Yeah. Oh, great. Like, this felt like it was going to be Beavis and Butthead in real life. 
That's what, the what first do you mean, 30 minutes. Like they're like bros, like dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very stupid. They're playing air guitar. They don't really care about life. Yeah. Right. So the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this is going to be the stupidest movie ever. But it started to pick up when they started picking up the history characters and there was this whole adventure and I actually really enjoyed it when it came to all the history characters like living out in real life. That was my favorite part. So great. Beef oven. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really cool concept. I, I would love to see history characters actually in real life now. So I ended up really liking it and I give it 3.5 out of 5 phone booths. All right, we'll take That's that. Good. Wow. Take that. So that was my favorite movie from much of my life. Loved it. Still one of my top five ever because I enjoyed it and learned so much about it. And it even inspired me to learn about Joan of Arc, a little bit of Beethoven, although I never got that classical music, but Socrates, all of that. So I think even for when I was young, that was not only a fun movie, but it kind of secretly made you learn stuff. So I think that's why I loved it so much. And I loved it. 69. <laughs> so that's the root. But that's the root of 69 for me. I know whatever it says, but that was always funny to me as a kid, not even know it. So, yes, Bright, you thought it was cool? Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, I would like to watch this movie and enjoy history this way. I would probably have learned more in history class if it was like that movie. All right, we're going to assign you a 3.5 out of 5 for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And so now we assign her something else and we give her a few weeks to watch it. Here we go. No rush. But, Morgan, have you ever seen the movie Stand By Me? Oh, so good. Oh, no, but guys. I mean, not good. Don't, no, 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 don't answer that either. <laughs> Have you ever seen Stand By Me? I don't think so. Who's in it? You've never seen it. Jerry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jerry O'Connell as a kid. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yes. Not ringing a bell. Leaches. So I don't think so. You, nothing. You, you, uh, River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. Nothing? Nope. Stand By Me, 1986. You were born what year? 1993. Okay, so it came out uh, way, way, way before you were born. Uh, <laughs> it's only an hour and 29 minutes. I like a short movie. Train! Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just, Is it yeah. a comedy or sci-fi? What's the vibe of that It's not movie? sci-fi. I'd say it's about life. Yeah. The genre? Life. life. <laughs> so like Shawshank Redemption, maybe? Mm-hmm. Not really. We're, we're just gonna say you guys are not giving me a genre here. <laughs> yeah, we're not. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you watch Stand By Me. We're not going to say anything about it. We don't, we're not going to tell you if we think it's good or not. Are we, guys? Nope, no. We're not going to say anything. Nothing. Done. You guys reacted. Oh, so good. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you just say it and it hits me. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It hits me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. The, the, the genre is life. And I don't think that's a movie genre, but we're going with hey, it. Hey, it will be. It will be to you, you real soon, Morgan. You will realize. And then we'll check in with you in a few weeks or so. All right. Do you accept the challenge? I do accept it. All right, there she is. Morgan, she will watch Stand By Me next after she loved Bill and Ted. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Lunchbox had an assignment. He had to learn all about Woodstock 69, watch the new documentary, and just find out everything he could and then report back to the show. Well, listen, it ends up that Lunchbox really loves Woodstock 69. Basically, he is a now a fanboy for Woodstock 69. So without further ado, here is his school report on the subject. Number six. I'll be honest with you guys, I don't remember why I told Lunchbox to do this. I don't remember either. I'll tell you why. Why? Because we did a segment about if you could go back and listen to one musical artist live, like go to their concert, who would it be? Oh, you knew nothing about Woodstock. I knew nothing about Woodstock, but I said everybody talks about it, so I'd go to Woodstock. I didn't pick an artist, I just picked Woodstock. And then we said, what about it? And you said, I don't know. Got it. No idea. 
Now it makes sense. So Lunchbox, I said, hey, you should do a report for on air and teach us about Woodstock. So we're going to give him up to three minutes. If you'll go up to the head of the class, all Lunchbox. Right, all right, hey. He's now walking up to the big mic <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> do you need any sort of, like, clips or vision? What do you need? I, I gave Ray some audio clips that I'm going to need, and I, I got a picture of it so I know what they're, the people's names are. So I'm pulling out my phone. You have a uh, picture of their names? Yeah. Or you wrote I, them down? Yeah, I wrote them down. Like, I, I wrote them down and took a picture of it. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Hey, whatever. For uh, I agree. I just didn't understand. You had a picture. <laughs> like, how else would you do right, it? No, you, you could, yeah, write them down. Or, or you could uh, type them on your phone. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to lead him in with for Woodstock? Does he have a lead in or any sort of like 70s, Yeah, just 60s? when he tees one up, I'll hit it up. Okay. Uh, and... Class, please welcome Lunchbox to the front of the class. Lunchbox, begin your report. This is Woodstock, 1969. Oh my goodness, my mind is blown. So first of all, these four dudes get together and they're going to open a recording studio in Woodstock, New York. And then they're like, screw the studio, let's have a concert. So they book this farm and they send out advertisements in the newspaper and magazines. And they're thinking 25,000 people will show up. A month before it's supposed to start, the town says, you know what? You're not welcome here. You can't have your concert. So they're like, we're not canceling. We're going on. And they find this dairy farmer. And they're like, hey, can we use your farm for 25,000 people? He's like, sure, come on. Well, next thing you know, the dang concert is about to start. And they don't have the stage built. They don't have anything built. And people are starting to show up a week early for this concert. And they don't even have a perimeter set up. People just start camping in the field. It is unbelievable and they had to make a decision do we finish the stage or do we put up the fence so we can take tickets and they decided build the stage the concert's gonna be free oh my goodness and what's crazy is this is before internet. So they think 25,000 people are going to show up. The first day, there's over 200,000 people in this guy's farm. Cars are parked along the highway 20 miles back. And this, it's supposed to start. There's no musicians. Why? Because there's traffic. There's traffic. They can't get there. There's no one there to play music. And there's 200,000 people in this guy's dairy farm. And so the first guy to show up, his name is Richie Havens. And they're like, hey, man, you got to go on. He's like, I'm not supposed to go on for a while. He got up there first and had to play for two and a half hours because there was no other musicians. The first day, they're like, wow, that was crazy. 200,000 people. And And it goes pretty much all night. And they wake up Saturday morning. There are over 400,000 people oh in gosh. this guy's dairy farm. 400,000 people. This is pre-internet, guys. People came from all... <laughs> like This is unbelievable. The drugs were flowing. I mean, all <laughs> over the place. I mean, lots of drugs. They had no way to get there. So everybody's flying in. All the artists. They run out of food. They run out of everything. They didn't even hire police to be security for this. They hired a commune, like hippies. They just hired them to be their security for 400,000 people. And the crazy part is, this didn't even take part in Woodstock. It was in a different town, guys. It was amazing. 
They ran out of food, so people in the town started emptying their pantries and sending food down. And then they had to declare a natural disaster and helicopter food in, like pounds and pounds and pounds of food. Yes, Amy. Oh, hi. Um, why was there a natural disaster? Because the people were hungry. There was a lot of people there. Oh, I thought maybe. Yeah, like the governor had to declare a natural disaster because there was no food for 400,000 people and it was just bananas. And here's the crazy part. There's no police. These kids are all there just getting high. (laughs) And there was no violence. There was no fighting. There, it was just a weekend of pure bliss. They came, and the, and the dairy farmer gets up on the stage, and he is like, listen, guys, I didn't believe you when you said you just wanted music and peace and a great weekend, and that's exactly what you did. It was the most beautiful thing I've been a part of. And I was like, that is amazing. Like, it was so crazy. Okay, so what we're going to do. It's, I want to hear the end of this. Oh, yeah. Lunchbox, finish this. So, the, all these artists, I've never heard of these people before. Like, like Joan Baez, uh, Janis Joplin, uh, someone named Joe Cocker. You know they never heard of Well, yeah. once Joe Cocker got on stage, I was like, whoa. <laughs> what would you do? Lunchbox pointing at Ray. Like, here the clip. <laughs> but Janis Joplin. Uh, didn't know her. Like me and Bobby McGee. No, I don't know that. No. So uh, these are just names. And then Sly and the Family Stone get up there. I mean, when I was watching him on the Woodstock documentary, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, they were cool. Very cool. Different. Yeah, yeah. real different. <laughs> Let's lunch and dance. Dancing. Dancing. They were going crazy. All right, I go ahead. It. I love How did energy. you see this, though? What did you watch? On a documentary. How long was it? It was like two hours. And let me tell you, the reading about it doesn't do it justice. <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. I am so glad I watched yeah. a documentary because this goes down as probably the most incredible thing in the history of America. Wow. Whoa. Most. More so than the revolution. The fact that you can get 400,000 people together. The, si- the slavery going away because of the Civil oh, War. Oh, yeah. This, that you can <laughs> not, have 400,000 people get together. There is no violence. Everybody takes care of each other. There's like, they would get the on Wright sta- Brothers, like, no, People would that. call the festival. Here's what's crazy. Oh, oh. People would leave, you know, wherever they're from, California, to go to this festival, and their mom and dad had no way to get in tr- touch with them. They would call the festival and say, tell Samantha to call home. And the guy would, in between acts, would get up on stage. Hey, Samantha from California, <laughs> please call home. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. How do they do that? It's crazy. And they had an information booth. Like, 400,000 people, no cell phones. If you lost your friend, you went and posted a thing on the booth that says, hey, I'm going to be at the car. Come find me. And that's how they got it. And there was only two, three deaths in the whole thing. Two from overdose. One got run over by a tractor because <laughs> he was in a sleeping bag. And they didn't oh see it. Oh, that's a lucky way to go. That's a lucky way to go. If I read it right. Yeah. But yes. And so then the, like, it goes all the way into Monday morning because they're playing all night. They had crazy storms. There's nowhere to go. So they just laid under their tents and laid under their sleeping bags right there in the field. Muddy mess. People start sliding in the muds like kids. Everyone was a big, happy family bathing in the river. And just to see the town come together and help these people, because they were kind of annoyed at first, and then they loved it. And they were just like, it was so amazing. And to close it out, there was a guy named Jimi Hendrix. He went on at like 10 in the morning on Monday morning because he was like, I'm the last one to go on. And everybody kept playing, and they had delays because of weather. Went all the way into Monday morning, and he closed it out with the national anthem. was 
incredible, guys. This was the most fun I've had watching a documentary in a while. <laughs> like, and then what's crazy yeah. is the people that were at the festival, some of them stayed Monday and helped clean. They just stayed there and helped clean. That is pretty amazing. Like, that's so crazy. What does that teach you about, I don't know, folks in general? It tells you that the world was different back then because you could actually get together and not have violence. You can't. Well, but listen, it, is it this, I would compare that time to this to today, honestly, because the Vietnam War and how people were fighting about that yeah, is how people true. fight about that. So I don't think the whole era does. That's a that's a small section. But how can you have something with four hundred thousand people and not even have police there? That is bananas, bananas. And I, I now I, re- I I stick by my thing. I'd want to go to Woodstock '69. That I, I, after watching it, I was like, I would have loved to been there to see it, to experience it. And it would probably would have been miserable, but the fact that it went down like that was the most amazing thing I've ever. I, I, it was so crazy. That's, I mean, a, that's he's, a heck of a report. Is though. he done? He's done. Right. Like, that's a heck of a report. It, yeah. Dude, that was that's beautiful. A heck of a report. So good. You make me want to go back in time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to a time machine. I, I'm telling you guys, if you want to, there, there's other documentaries that were like six it. hours. Yeah. I was like, I, can't, I don't. Oh, have I've six seen hours. that one. I've seen that. And I was like, you got to go watch it. I was this. My jaw was on the floor when people started showing up a week early. I'm like, this is awesome. I watched the long one, but well, they showed all the musical performances, and I fast forwarded through a bunch of them. So I probably saw this basically the same one lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, guys. Like, uh, so it, how did word spread? That, like, that, no, like it was just in magazines and stuff. Yes. And people were like, I'm going to go. Through I'm paper gonna... and then radio stations. And what you would do is you would clip it out and say, I want two tickets. And you would attach your payment or whatever. But then other people that just showed up that were going to buy tickets at the door, they got in free. So they lost a ton of money. Mm. Ton. Now, have you seen the Woodstock, the new Netflix or HBO documentary? For 99 no, I am going to go back and watch that because that's, that's a great sequel. Yeah, that's a d- different vibe. It's no, a di- no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because my best friend Forrest, he went. Yeah, he, we were in Chicago, and he's like, "I really want to go." And he got on a Greyhound bus from Chicago and went to Woodstock by himself. Similar situation. Watch that one, and maybe next week give us a report on that one. Oh, yes. Okay. Good idea, Bones. Huh. Okay, watch okay. the one on Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. There's one on HBO Max. It was really good, but the one on Netflix is a little more thorough, I think. Uh, okay. So watch that on Netflix. But peace, love, and happiness. Oh, right. I am all... I, oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the guy that ran the commune that, that was the head of security, he was hilarious. It was all about just being happy. It was... But, and there was kids at Woodstock, like okay. baby. We got to wrap it this was up. It so bananas, guys. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 we hear you. I, I, I can't you believe You can't it. believe it, though. Like, how? No. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can't even have a, like, you couldn't even have a Raging Idiots Festival without at least one fight. Mm-hmm. You Most can't like, go to a baseball game. You paid for game. this ticket? Bam. <laughs> you can't go to a baseball game yeah. without a fight. Yes. They yes. had 400,000 people from across America, and they were just a big, happy family. And I, I mean, I want to experience that. A-plus lunchbox. Yeah, A-plus lunchbox. A-plus it's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Kaylee, the actress from Big Bang Theory, she came out and said she had an intervention for herself after her divorce. And it caused us to think about the things we would have interventions for ourselves. And well, let's just say ours are across the board from working to foods to, you know, thinking about what other people think about us. We have some funny ones, and maybe this segment will make you think about, hmm, what would I have an intervention for myself about? Number five. I do want to bring this up. Kaylee Cuoco. Eddie, what do you know her from? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the flight attendant also. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it got massive on Big Bang, and then we didn't finish season two of Flight Attendant. We watched one, really liked it, too, but we just gave up. I don't know. We didn't mean to give up. Here's the problem. Mm, no, no, here's the problem. When they put out shows week to week now... 
I just forget about them. Oh. If I'm not able to binge them, I it out of mind. So I'll go like, okay, I'll watch this on Tuesday, and I come back, and I'm like, well, what what can I start now? And then I forget to go back to it. And I think that's happened with a few different shows. But Kaylee Cuoco said, okay, I'm getting a divorce, and I'm going to have my own intervention, which I thought was interesting. Like, she staged her own intervention. So while filming the flight attendant, she said, okay, what can we do here? She had an intervention for herself in her trailer, all of her producers, other people. She goes, I need help. And I need you guys to help me. So intervene right now. 36-year-old actress. She was in the midst of a divorce. She said she was feeling very lonely. And she just needed a bunch of people to jump in and make sure she felt better. And so I think that's pretty mature, pretty self-aware. Yeah, Good for her. What would you need to, an intervention for yourself if you had to stage your own? What, what would it be? Eddie? No, I mean, I don't want to steal yours, but dude, uh, I'm playing too much NBA 2K. And, and I'm saying this because every time I get home, I have to play a game. Every time my wife and the family leaves, I watch the car leave the driveway and I run to the PlayStation to play another game. I have a problem mm-hmm. and I need to talk to myself about it. And next time they leave, I'm not going to play a game. Well, that's okay. If you do, as long as it's not getting in the way of like your real life. This is what happened though. I saw him come back and they were coming up the driveway and I threw my remote and I ran to the TV and like, oh, just watching TV. What's the difference in watching TV and playing the game? Because I don't want her thinking that all I do is play video games because that's all I do. Amy, what do you need an intervention on if you had to stage it yourself? Oh, uh, worrying about what other people think. I spend a lot of time worrying about that. So I, I would like an intervention. This is the worst environment ever for you to be in, <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. Everybody judges you on every Every, video, yeah. everything you say that comes out of your mouth. I you mispronounce guys. a word. He sucks. He should die. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right, lunchbox. Oh, napping. If, I, if I'm an intervention in anything, it's napping because I nap all the time. I mean, my kids will be awake downstairs with the wife. And I'm still napping because I am so tired all the time and I need my nap. But why are you so tired? I'm, I, I understand Good why question. you would nap if you didn't get sleep at night or if you were overworking. I just don't see where the cycle fixes itself. I don't either. It doesn't matter like if I get eight hours of sleep or if I get four hours of so sleep. So you're more sleepy than you are tired. No. Tired would mean you've done a lot. I do a lot, man. I mean, I hang out with my Man. kids. Okay, that could be tiring. It, yeah, it can be. It is. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I mean, so when they go down for but a nap. You were napping before your kids all the time. I know. That, <laughs> so that, so that, that, it doesn't make sense. No, it was. it's overwork and then I have kids Overwork. <laughs> I think you might be the least work person on this whole show. Oh, stop it, man. Like, guys think it's easy. Everybody that listens no, no, to the no, show. No, no, no. Who on this show do you think literally you put more time in then? In this room or in the glass room? Oh, Abby for sure. You're just going to go one. Okay. Abby Let, for sure. Let's say that's true, but go ahead. Uh, Ray. No he, chance. No, no. He chooses to get here. He could get here right, you hey. know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he makes it a lot harder on himself than he... But Ray has to stay focused for five, six hours. Like, you're on Facebook talking to your high school friends. You're right. The whole show. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Amy, Morgan number two. Oh, you're just... He's climbing up a lot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um... You can can tap out there and and be I mean, Eddie edits some videos, but he does a lot of goofing off, too. Yeah. Like, he hangs out. So where do you rank then from the... Okay, go from the top, then. Well, I mean, you and Mike D, I mean, you say Mike D works all the time. I don't ever see Mike D work. I see him lean against the wall over here and look at papers. Okay, and that's I'm like, working. That's, he's working. But go ahead. So me, Mike D, then who's next? Scuba. Good. Scuba does a lot of work. And then do you come in fourth? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everybody feel pretty good about that? No. no. Okay, no. just making sure. Of course uh, not. Morgan, if some, 
Intervention on you. What would you set up your own intervention for? I would say it's because I eat too much sugar. If I can get someone to make me stop eating sugar, that would be amazing. I'm trying, but it is so hard. It's like I have an addiction to it. Mine is probably just to shut my laptop and stop always working on stuff. Mm. Like, yeah. stop writing. I don't have to write something all the time. I don't have to create something all the time. Well, hey, guys, we could stage that right now. I don't have to sit at stage. dinner. So, give me your laptop, Bones. <laughs> yeah, well, hand I, it over. You know, or my phone, because uh, my laptop will go away. And then <laughs> yeah, it's Since all connected. the files are connected in the cloud, I'll be like, all right. Your phones. Yeah, because yeah. I got two, two phones. phones. There you go. But yes, and and also, like, if we go to dinner, we would dinner with a couple friends, and we're talking about stuff, and I'm like, oh, we can really make that into something. And my wife's like, everything doesn't have to be like a project. <laughs> yeah. So That's prob- tough, man. Yeah, probably that. But hey, Ray, last one. Intervention on yourself. What do you do? Uh, yeah, me and my brother, uh, my twin brother, if we go another birthday without wishing each other a happy birthday, I'm going to punch myself in the face. So you want someone to step in and go, you and your brother need to have a relationship? Kumbaya. That you're going to grow old and die? And you're going to regret your brother and yourself not being closer? Yes. Yeah. Uh, cats in the silver and the silver spoon. Yeah, cats in the cradle and the silver yeah. spoon. Close. Yeah. Your twin close. brother. All right, well, good luck, everybody. We have nine interventions you, today. Man. We just do one after the other, after the show. Eddie, you don't, there's no difference in watching TV and playing PlayStation, by the to way. To my wife, it is. I mean, I'm telling you. But when all she does, over here, gamers and nappers. Hey, we need a, an escape, too, guys. Yeah, guys, we need our thing. We're busy. And y'all golf all the time? That's true, too. All the time. I'm, I, I might golf once every... Week, Not you. Week and a half, two the, weeks. The dads. These guys sort of oh. they they're they're at the golf course every week. That's true too. We yeah. need to make time for all that guys. Okay, there's no <laughs> you, need, you need your time, right? But they need now. All right. It's the best bits of the week. Show. With Morgan number two. This was a super fun one we had on listeners Cheryl and Brian, who won one million dollars in the lottery. Because they listen to our show. Well, not entirely. They do play the lottery normally, but they were inspired by our Mega Millions conversation, particularly Lunchbox trying to get the whole show to go in and buy tickets. So after hearing that, they decided to go buy a Mega Millions ticket. And while they won a million dollars. And so they came on the show and talked all about it. What happened, what transpired after they realized they won. Just a super fun conversation and really cool to hear about these listeners and their really good luck. Number four. Cheryl and Brian from Colorado Springs are on the phone. Hello, Cheryl and Brian. Hello. Good to talk to you guys. I'd like to quickly remind you of Cheryl and Brian's story, in case you don't remember. They were at a NASCAR race in New Hampshire. While on their way to Maine, they were, as we've been told, listening to the show. We were talking about playing the lottery. Cheryl felt inspired, went in, bought a ticket. They won $1 million. Come on. Wow. They listen to us in Colorado Springs on Y96.9. Cheryl, is that story true? A hundred percent. Wow. I have so many questions. Okay, so you always play Powerball and you want to play, and, and you're thinking of Mega Millions or the other way around? So we played Powerball maybe nine to ten times in the last four years. So we heard you guys um, with Lunchbox talking about trying to him trying to get you to put in money for him to buy the Mega Million tickets. <laughs> So when we pull into the lottery store that Monday morning, um, I told my husband, I said, hey, just go ahead and buy 5 or $10 for the Mega Millions. I don't know what it is, but obviously listening to the Bobby Bones show, it must be big if Lunchbox is trying to convince all them to put in a pool of money. So my husband went in, he bought $10 on the Powerball, $10 on the Mega Millions, and 
Three <laughs> days later, we learned that we were the million-dollar winner. Come on! Wow! Wow! wow. Amazing. face right I now. Crawl. So, <laughs> how do you know you won? Do you check the next morning, or do you look right after? Like, what happens for you to know you won a million bucks? So, it was Wednesday. Um, we just kind of forgot about it, because we were coming back to Colorado on, on that following Friday. So we had kind of forgot about it because we were just trying to, you know, kind of finish up our vacation. And I ran into town and my husband calls me. I was actually sitting in the Home Depot parking lot. And he's like, hey, he's like, I just about had a heart attack. And I said, well, why? And he's like, well, because we got some of the numbers on the Mega Millions. And I said, whatever. Like, I don't have time for this. And he's like, no, I'm dead serious. He's like, we got five numbers, but I can't see that we actually would win anything for the five numbers. So I said, well, send me a picture of the ticket. Well, it took like 10 minutes for the picture of the ticket to come over via text. So I went ahead and Googled Mega Millions. Well, the first thing that popped up was a um, press release that the million-dollar ticket was won at the Portsmouth um, Liquor and Lottery Outlet. No way. (laughs) That's great. Wow. So I start screaming, and I send him that article, and I'm like, oh, my God, it must be us. And then finally the ticket came over, and sure enough, I saw that we had the five numbers. So I called the New Hampshire Lottery Commission office, you know, to verify, like, that we actually did win and what we did from there. (laughs) That is wild. Amazing. You saw the place it was bought from, and you just knew. Yeah. So what do you do once you realize you'd won a million bucks as far as you got to go into the office? Do you put the ticket somewhere safe? What happened? Well, and that's the crazy thing is because we were in Maine, we had to drive back down to New Hampshire because I guess each state is different. So we couldn't validate the ticket in Maine. So it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. So we hurry up and get ready. We pack a bag. We drive all the way back down to New Hampshire. And by the time we got down there, the lottery office was closed. So we ended up spending the night in a hotel down there Wednesday night. And then Thursday morning, we were at the lottery commission, the, the main lottery place in Concord, New Hampshire, at like 830 that morning to cash in the ticket. When you're at the <laughs> hotel that night before, are you just like, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this. This can't be real. I mean, yeah. And we were like, you know, we were like, you still just don't, you don't really realize it. And even now, right now, it's still, we look at each other and we just laugh because it's like, or is this for real? Like this really is happening or this really has happened. And so the whole night, like we couldn't sleep. We were a nervous wreck. It was like, let's just get up and get there. Cause we were scared having the ticket and it just, yeah, it was, it was nuts. So this is Cheryl and her and her husband, Brian won a million dollars because they, they buy lottery tickets, but they were listening to our show. We were talking about a different game. They played that different game after hearing us talk about it. They won a million bucks. So have you got the money yet? Yes. So crazy thing is we're in the office Thursday morning and they said, hey, you know, we don't have enough money in our funds to give you a check, which I said, well, that's fine because I don't want to get on a plane tomorrow morning with a million dollar check. <laughs> so they're like, we'll just deposit, you know, we'll just do a wire transfer. And I'm like, that's fine. And they're like, it takes two to three days. Well, as soon as we left the office, I get an email. We had the wire transfer within an hour of leaving their office. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. So do they give you all one million or do you take a lump or what's that situation? So they don't even. So I guess because it's it's just a million, they don't give you an option of like 
cash out or whatever. It's just the one million, and they take out the taxes and then and they deposit what's after the taxes. <laughs> this is how you know somebody won a bunch of money. It's just a million. Hey, <laughs> we got us a rich. Yeah, that's okay. terrible. Um, I did not mean to say it like that. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Instead of like the billion or so they were talking about, lunchbox. Here she is. This is Cheryl uh, and Brian. What would you like to say to them? Well, I mean, just everything you've said is I inspired you to play the lottery that you would have never played the Mega Millions if it wasn't for me. And so, I mean, you got a million dollars. And so I've been checking my mailbox. I've checked the wire transfer. But how, still- they wouldn't know that stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. So what's my cut? I would say, so my husband, we love Nashville. We love coming to Broadway. So my husband already said, we'll make a trip to Nashville. We'll come and take you out for a day. How about that? <laughs> take yeah. me out for a day. Like, yeah, take sure. me out for a day. Like, yeah, take, take me out for a day. Do, do, what? do some of your most fun stuff. Have it at a lunchbox today. Go to the zoo. You know what I, lo- you know what I love <laughs> to do? Snow cone. You know, we can go out, and I love to go to the park, and I love to find like uh, $20,000 under a bench. That's what I love to do. That's what a lunchbox day is? That's a lunchbox day, so let's do it. <laughs> All right, we'll put it on our calendar. <laughs> I can't. No, no. And then also, when you're in the hotel, are you like people are like, oh, why are you in Concord? Are you like, oh, we got a winning lottery ticket? Like, what do you tell the waitress at the, you know, restaurants? Oh no, we we have just kept it between us. We did tell our family and a few of our friends. So no, we've just really kept it on the down low until now. Of course, I mean, I can't believe this that they don't ever play this. They never play the Mega Millions. They listen to me. They win a million dollars. I've been playing for years and I can't win crap. And they say they'll take me to a snow cone. I mean, <laughs> gosh. What what are your plans though? Like, are y'all gonna you know buy yourself something nice? Go to or? the casino? Oh, casino? No, 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 no. That my husband actually said that. I said after. Absolutely not. We're not going to the casino. So we're going to take a vacation. And then it's always been my husband's dream to have a um, beach home. So we're going to look oh. for a condo or a beach home. Wow. Nice job. Crazy. Well, take lunch lunchbox there. Yeah. They're going to get a yeah. beach house because oh, of you. Yeah, I know. I talk about Nancy. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, you can come visit the beach house lunchbox. Hey, if you, you did give it, me buddy. an open invitation, I will take the family to the beach house for oh, sure. Oh, you will take the family and okay. stay at their beach house. I- it's pretty much my beach house, too. I mean, we got this together. Like, this was a combined group uh-huh. effort. So it'll be a family. Like, if they're there one week, you know what I mean? I'll come the next week. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Cheryl. We'll summer there. Thank you for talking with us. <laughs> Brian, congratulations. That's amazing. A million bucks uh. is crazy. And I hope you guys buy you a nice beach house and live yeah. happily ever after. And thank uh, you for listening to the show. Send me that address. Insane. We love all of you, and we listen every day. So thanks so much, and this has been great. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. You all love this segment, Blind Karaoke. We did it again this week. It was one hit wonders, and it was quite the competition, let me tell you. We had 90s country last time. You can still catch that video at bobbybones.com, but this one, one hit wonders. Everybody had to go back in the memory bank for this one, so here it is. Number three. It's time for blind karaoke, which is, it's funny. <laughs> it's its scary. It's a game that our listeners love. Welcome to blind karaoke. Yeah. Okay, so you can't see any lyrics. You're singing karaoke with no lyrics. But you don't know what song you're going to sing because I'm going to spin the wheel here. The category is one hit wonder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wonder. So nobody even knew the category, so you guys couldn't practice. Some of them are 
Uh, Baby Got Back. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Mambo Number Five. Love yeah. it. Barbie Girl. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> Baby, that don't hurt me. Teenage Dirtbag. Don't know that one. Uh-oh. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Ice Ice Baby. Oh, I know that one. Yes. Stop. All right. So I'll spin the wheel. There are four competitors. Uh, it is Lunchbox, Amy, Eddie, and Abby. And we rolled the dice. Lunchbox's number came up first. So he'll be performing first. That's how everybody comes to see the opener. You ready? To, no, they no, don't. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> they really don't. Oh. No, most people don't even. At being the opener before, it's most people don't even show up when I was. Oh. You know, up there, and I was like, "Hey, Eddie, nobody's here," and he's like, "I know." Well, yeah. I think that's what Noper tells himself, <laughs> so they cheers. feel confident up there. All right, lunchbox, you ready? To spin the wheel. I'm ready. Let's spin the wheel. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Give me that one. That's the one I want. Yes. Oh, what is it? LFO Summer Girls. Oh. oh. Do you know that one? Uh. Yeah, dude. You kidding me? <laughs> Ray, can oh. you play some of Summer Girls for our audience as, as Lunchbox heads over to the performing microphone? He's put the pack in his pocket, and now he can hear. You can hear me, right? I can hear you. Can you just play the instrumental for a second? So you can, can you hear that? Yeah. Now this song. Boom. Hold on. Hey, bro. This oh. song is like, it's got like... <laughs> White rapping. Yeah, I know. Then you know how to do it? Yeah, I know how to do the rapping. So when you start, I'll give you up until the end of the chorus. Don't even know what that means. Okay. Ray, are you ready? You can start it over? Uh, when does it start? I mean, can I nod him in? No, you don't need to nod me in. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't need he to. He doesn't want guys. it. No, I don't, you know, I don't want it because when I win, people will be like, oh, you know what I mean? Bobby held him. It doesn't count. So I don't want any of that. Like, Ray, are you ready? This time when you start it, it starts. Lunchbox LFO Summer Girl. Yeah. Are you ready? I stopped by for the summer. All right. Summer. Here we go. Begin. I stopped by. No, no, no. no. Begin like he's going to start the song. Right? Oh. Here we go. Got, on. got it. This way. This way. When's he going to start it? Okay. Oh, no. Was I I'm going to kill you in. Ready? Here you go, Lunchbox. Three, two, one, go. Oh, new kids. I had a lot of hits. I had a real big itch. I stopped by for the summer. Summer, you know, and it was really hot outside. Them girls on Abercrombie and Fitch. If you're really rich, that's where you shop. And it smelled really good. And I stole a lot of clothes from there when Aaron worked there that one summer. Summer, summer. He was the manager, manager. And he would just put clothes in my bag. Abercrombie and Fitch. I apologize for my little stitch and stealing an itch. Oh, stop by for the summer, summer. The summer days are gold, gold days of summer. Oh, Jake Owen, copy that song in the summer, summer. Oh, yeah, you want to go to Nantucket? That's a really rich place I've heard. So I play with summer girls, summer girls, summer girls. Ooh, how do you like that itch? Ooh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Ah, oh, like fly like a mine. Ooh, my tie. Oh, ooh, I hope I don't die. Have a girl in the heavy ever can be fit. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. So, wow, wow, wow. yeah, shout out, Aaron. Scuba Steve, Mike, and myself will be <laughs> keeping. just like worked in a confession and yeah, an apology. Oh, yeah, we'll, and we'll definitely get to that. Yeah. Uh, you have the scores one through ten, guys. You rate Lunchbox now. Ray, if you'll play the real song for audience again so they can hear what it's supposed to sound Dang. like. Itch in Nantucket definitely rocks. Well, scary, dude. Yeah, me, scary. I scared me a little bit. And then also Lunchbox committed to a crime in the middle of the song <laughs> yep. and then apologized for the crime. Uh-huh. And I'm not 
sure if statute of limitations is over or not. Or I think it's 25 years. Abercrombie and Fitch are going to be knocking on the door later. <laughs> and his buddy used to manage it, and he did finger quotes on manage it because he knew his buddy was stealing. But he also said his name, too, which is Aaron. Uh, he yeah, put Aaron. Aaron in the song. But I'm sure yeah. this is Aaron safe, too, because of time. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know about they that. They can't prosecute. <laughs> All right, next up, our second performer in one hit wonder, Blind Karaoke, is Amy! Amy, your last showing of this was the game was not good. That yeah. hasn't been good any time. Yeah. Was there a song you'd prefer? No. Okay, here we go. Let's <laughs> spin the wheel! Woo, 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 woo! Amy, come on now. Amy, oh. you get I'm going to be 500 hey. miles. I would walk. Ray, would you play that for audience, please? This is a little song by the Proclaimers. I would walk 500 miles. I I know this one. Oh, too late. Dang. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah. I feel like back in the day we did this song, like as a show. Remember? Okay. Like 2007. Well, let's hear you rip let's it up. Then. You should it. know it. Come on, Here Amy. is Amy, okay. blind karaoke, doing the Proclaimers. Oh. 500 miles. Tell me when to start or no. Oh, when I wake up, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be the one that's walking towards you. And when I wake up, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the one that's marching towards you. Because cause I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 5,000 more just to be the man who walked 500 miles to show up at your door. And I would walk 5,000 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man that showed up at your door when you thought I was no more. There she is, there she is. Okay, okay, okay. Crack the mic. Uh, my favorite part of that was Lunchbox being offended when Amy missed words. Amy missed a couple words and he was like, can you believe it? (laughs) Hey, I mean, she would. She, it, it, it was amazing. Every word. No, no, no. Can I tell you something? She went from I would walk five thousand miles, and the next line was I'd walk five hundred miles to be the guy that, that walked five hundred. No, it's five hundred. You 500. can't tell somebody they no, messed no. up words. You didn't get one single word. No, I said summer girls. Okay, and Abercrombie and Fitch. Amy, I thought you did pretty good there. Thanks. You, you, you and I marched. Yeah, you did. You did march. And not right out of the that. camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, did she march out? Of oh the yeah, man, I didn't see her for like five seconds. Oh yeah. But I thought it was pretty good, actually. I thought it was pretty good. The passion was there. You knew some of the words. Good job, Amy. You did really well. Amy, uh, judges, write her score down, please. Not as well as me, but you did well. Up next, Mm. our video producer, Eddie. There he is. There he is. Defending champion. Now, if you're just turning us on, we call a blind karaoke because he's doing karaoke, but he can't see any words. There are no words. So either you know them by heart or you make them up. Now, you don't get to pick your song. That'd be too easy. The category is one-hit wonders. We spin the wheel. Now, Amy performed the Proclaimers. I would walk 500 miles. Lunchbox performed LFO Summer Girls. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. So, Eddie, you are up. Yeah, there's a a couple on there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's two. There's two that I don't want. I don't want Teenage Dirtbag. I don't think I know that one at all. And the Hathaway one. What's that? What What is love? I mean, how does that even? Other than that part, I don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I'm gonna be doing that over and over. But you're freestyling. Part of this this is just passion. It's like when Uh, Abby forgot words singing on Broadway. You just got to go. Just go with it. Just go with it. Okay. All right, ready to spin the wheel? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Give teenage dirt bag. I'm, that's what I need right Eddie, now. Eddie, yeah, I want you to have one of these dirt bags. Let's spin that wheel. 
Teenage dirtbag. 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 From Florida, A1A, Beachfront Avenue, baby. Let's kick it. Uh. Not yet. Hold on. Let's kick it. Uh. That's it. Give me some more bass on that one. I think I start right here. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Nothing is holding me tightly. Mental no, deadly and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. Stupid the bar, but dip it down like a vandal. Then what's up? Now dance. Turn up on like a deadly mushroom. Deadly. And I don't want want you. You don't want me. I don't want you. Hesley. And I won't say nothing. Cause I know what I'm talking about. And it's hot. It's hot, so hot that I'm gonna be ice ice baby. Uh, ice ice baby. <laughs> Come on, ice ice baby. That's all I know, ice baby. Yeah, ice ice baby. There he is, producer Eddie, everybody. Wow. Oh, thank God you cut that off. Well, I'm gonna tell you something, Eddie. I really <gasps> thought you were gonna know more words than that. Thank you, thank you, Judge. Thank hey, you, you can't say anything. I, I can because you came out here cocky, like, oh, I know even the dance, and you got like three words. And you didn't dance. Man, that yeah, was tough. You didn't dance yeah. anything. That was tough because my mind was focusing yeah, on the lyrics yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. That's how not how do you feel about that? No, terrible. Okay. Terrible. Uh, um, up next. Dang it. <laughs> Abby, this is gonna be a good exercise for you as you pursue your career in singing. Well, just because you don't know the word, you gotta keep going. Right. Right? Because yeah. we had this issue when you were singing on Broadway. Yeah. You just keep going. It's just practice. It's just rolling with it. Uh, The Wills, One Hit Wonders. Abby, how'd you feel Eddie did? I I thought he did good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, stupid. I like, oh. Eddie's so dumb. Oh, wow. I thought it was I was supposed to do way better than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. We agree. Eddie's defending champion. Uh, Abby, are you ready? I'm ready, I think. Here she is, our phone screener slash segment producer slash all around good vibe slash glue guy. (laughs) Definitely a glue guy. Glue girl. Abby. Hey, okay. Let's spin that wheel! Give her one with vocal range, please. Come on. I can't see it. I can't see it. Abby, you have tub thumping. Oh, okay. From, yeah. from Chumbawamba. Yes. Okay, think, let's okay. let's play it for our audience, please. I get no Is that bad words in it? I would just say wishing. Wish, okay. okay. I think that's what they said in radio. But, oh, I can hear. Dang it. Oh, uh, can I start over? I came up We're going to deduct one point. From, let's oh, score that's her. That's like a foul, I right? got too excited. Let's score her normally. But we will deduct one point from her. Dang. From her score after we score her normally. Abby, that was, that's bad. We're only letting you do it twice because you're, I don't know, we like you. Let's be honest. <laughs> you're just so dang likable. Okay, are you ready, Abby? I'm over here singing, yeah. Oh, dang it. I get knocked down. 
but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. Lunchbox, I get knocked down, oh. but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. Wishing the night away. All right. <laughs> Wishing the night away. She takes a whiskey drink. She Woo! takes a water drink. She takes a cider drink. She takes a beer drink. She takes songs that they remember of the best times and the songs that remind her of the worst times. Oh, Danny boy. Oh! Danny wow. boy. Danny boy. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna bring me down. She dominated. Wow. Dominated? Dominated. Have you seen... <laughs> dominated what? That was Wing so good. Sauce. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> so, Dang. I need the judges to write their scores down. Remember, whatever you give Abby naturally, you deduct a point from it. Okay? Yeah. Oh, so give her a score. It's not going to matter. It is going to matter because, yeah, she was bad. All right. Okay, I didn't say anything after your lunchbox. Then deduct. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a dance competition. First off. <laughs> she was good. Lunchbox has some pretty high scores. I agree. Some people. Lunchbox, total score of 16. Woo! That's how you bring it, guys. That That's means, how you bring it. That means you average over a five. That's right. And guess what? Wow. I'm the leader in the clubhouse. That is good. I'm in the We are the first one. Yours was entertaining. Amy. With your uh, confession. 16. Whoa! What? No Amy, way! what's up? What's up? We're going to have to have a sing-off. Sing well, you're not even through Eddie yet. Well, no, we, mine's not close yeah, to 16. <gasps> no, it's not. Eddie. I did have a good start, though. I just didn't know the rest of the lyrics. Eddie. 13. Woo! Yeah, oh, man, wow. I was that seller, Sorry, man. Vanilla. If you're listening, I'm I was sorry. That seller. Wow. wow. What does that even mean? That means the bottom. Like, whoop, whoop, basement. Seller. Abby got one really high score. From who? She got one mid score and one really low score. Oh, dang. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> we give her the low they score. They don't say who scored. We don't say who. said what. So, Amy and Lunchbox are tied at a 16. Yeah. Eddie, really poor performance with 13. I on the, know. And probably the easiest song. Oh, can you? Oh, give me you like, guys can do all hey, of. I could do. I could do Summer Girls. I could do Vanilla Ice. Whatever you want. Oh, well, look at you. He, yeah, he probably could. <laughs> Man, don't get. I don't back. know if I could do Summer Girls. <laughs> if you want, I could try it. I should open my could. mouth on that one. But the winner is Barbie Girl. Wait, wait, wait. Do the high yeah, score. Yeah, he already said the winner. No, he high, said the winner. High score. The winner is. Yeah. With 17 points, Abby. Since it's the first time you ever played a game, we gave you a little break there. Yeah. Next time, I you'll, that. That, you'll just have to roll with it. Okay. Ooh, that would have been and bad. certain so. people, I don't want to say who, but Scuba gave you a terrible score. Okay. <laughs> I, he, I figured. Yeah, wow. just terrible. I don't want to put anybody on the bus. Wait, who gave her the mid score? Um, I did. Okay. Mikey, what? Thanks, Mike. Like, I thought we were boys. Yeah, I thought Mike, I mean, we sit next to each other, Mike. All right, that's it. Let's go, Bones. Come on. Let's um, go. I'm going to show off. Well, I don't know if I remember how, how the words go to this. Hold on. I mean, uh, you think you're so good? I don't think I'm so good. I shouldn't have said that. I just don't remember how the first, if, if I can think of the first word, up. though. Okay, here we go. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's why when girls stop by for the summer, for the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer, since that summer. 
hip-hop, marmalade, spick and span. I met you one summer and it all okay. began. Oh You're the best girl that I ever Wrap did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Willie Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something in your eyes really drove me crazy. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds like okay. a record. I done, no, it doesn't. I could have done okay, though. Woo. That's all. Abby, you're the champion. Woo! Professional singer. You're on the way. Oh, there she is, funny. Abby. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. You guys really love when we share personal things going on in our lives. And this one I had no intention of sharing, but it just kind of came out. I got asked about my dating life and then ended up sharing some personal news going on in my dating life, which again, I did not plan on sharing, but I am a terrible liar and I am an open book. So those things combined, when I get asked about something, it just kind of all comes out like word vomit, pretty much. And that's what happened in this segment. But you guys loved hearing about it and hearing some personal news. So here you go. Number two. All right, Morgan, what happened? You go out and you see a guy that you'd been out with a few times before. Yes. And it, is that weird? Yeah, it's always an awkward interaction because, you you know, you never see him again. You go on a few dates and then it's like they disappear. Does it matter who disappeared on who? I mean, it definitely adds to it, especially if it wasn't like a cordial ending, if it was ghosting or stuff but like that. But isn't that most? Isn't most ghosting? At this point, yes. I mean, just in general, with dating. Like, most times, if you go out a couple times, you don't owe somebody a, hey, look, I thought I'd like you more than I did, so I'm going to go ahead and peace out. Don't you just kind of go away because you haven't really invested anything anyway? I mean, no, because people are people are very emotional, especially these mm-hmm. days, so you kind of got to cut the cord. Well, I would either, what you should do is either ghost or get a burner email and send them an email as a burn on the burner account and be like, hey, they don't want to date them Your anymore. Your favorite method. I love a burner email account for everything. There's nothing it can't do. All right, what happened, Morgan? So I ran into him and he came up to me and was like, hey, you know, because he had ghosted me. We went out on two dates and they were he good. He ghosted you. He ghosted me. Wow. And they were great dates, like nothing bad about him, right? He ghosted me and I didn't think much about it. It's been like two years since. So when I run into him, he came up to me and was very apologetic and was like, I'm so sorry that I ghosted you. That's not who I am. You were just really intimidating. And I'm like, okay, I'm intimidating. Why? And he's like, well, you're just, you're a woman that didn't need me and I, I need someone who needs me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I didn't need you, but I wanted you. And you said that? You yeah. said, but I wanted you? Wow. Well, I'm saying like in that scenario, like I wanted to date you. Okay. You know, That's I didn't need you. I wanted you. to date you and I wanted <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My ears were like, oh. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> and he was just like really taken back by that because he thought that he needed to date a woman that needs him in every aspect of his life. And because I wasn't that way, I was not the girl for him. But you don't want a guy that wants that out of a woman anyway. Yes, So in the end, he may have ghosted you, but I think you won because that wasn't more of your time wasted. Oh yeah, I won too because if he came back up to me after two years still thinking about that, then I had forgot about it. I was like, I moved on with my life. So did he want to go out again? Uh, He was hinting at it, but I pretty much was like, this is never going to happen. Like you've shown me who you are. How do you say it's never going to happen? I was just like, that's cool. That's not a guy I want to be with. And I, I appreciate that, but... Yeah, cut him. He, he limped away after that one. <laughs> I felt that. So you didn't go out with him. What's been happening recently? Have you been going on any dates at all? No, I have not gone on any dates at all. And my ex and I are trying to figure things out. Wait, what? Whoa. Breaking news! Whoa. Breaking news! Oh, breaking news! Wow! 
Breaking news! What in I the did world? not know this. <laughs> I did not know this. I oh, did not Lord. know this. <laughs> I just say it different. Why like I like, like, figured out. I did not know You're this. Oh wow! Yeah. What is? Uh, what does that mean? What? Or don't don't say anything you're not comfortable with. But what does that mean? Yeah, no. I mean, we're not back together, but we're just seeing if you know he he went through some things and he really f- realized that he wants me a part of his life and he's making that effort in a lot of ways that matter. And so I'm just giving a chance for him to see if he can be who I need him to be. I did not know <laughs> wow, wow, like wow. this like, was going to wow, happen. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a little shocked by it, but good for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, just being honest, you never know what's going to happen. That's, but uh, Amen to that. It could not work out. It could. I, I, I don't know. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know. Uh, Can we ask about like what kind of effort is he making? Like, Is he dropping flowers off? Like, What do you mean by making an effort? Only answer Texting you with, Morgan. Uh, no, it's just it's more emotional than that. There was a lot of things he had been through in his life that he hadn't quite figured out, and he's doing the effort to Same to bro. be in therapy, w- figure that all out, and he's showing up for me in ways that he couldn't before because he's figured that out. So, so that's did what's he go? Did he uh, figure out how much he needed you, or he thinks he needed you while he was not having you? He, yeah, well, he realized, like, he couldn't need me. He just, back to the the whole conversation of needing versus wanting, you know, all of that. But he realized he wants me as part of his life, and he wants to do everything in his power to make sure I'm not leaving him ever again. And so that's more of what happened. He kind of had his moment where he was like, oh, crap, I really don't want to lose this. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Best movement here. Regardless of what happens, good or bad, we're rooting for you. Thank you. Wow. I did not know (laughs) this was... um, Okay, breaking news. We did not know that. So you're not dating anybody? Mm Mm-mm. No, did you do go on any dates at all? No, I was asked on a few, but it didn't really feel right. And this started to happen about the same time, and that's what I wanted to pursue. So. Wow! <laughs> Anything you want to say, lunchbox? Yeah, like so. Are you officially <laughs> dating him again? Like, she just, I, said, she no. just said no. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she did. <laughs> let, just, let me let me explain. Like, if he said, "Hey, I want to take you to a wedding," or a, would you go? Like, is that something you would do, or is it not to that? Like, ah. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely complicated. <laughs> like a, like a public that. appearance. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like going somewhere together. I mean, we are going, like he is taking me out on dates in public. Like he's actively pursuing me again. But they're not back together. Yeah. So you're kind of date. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so they're dating, but she doesn't want to call it dating. Well, there's a difference in going on dates and the term dating. <laughs> yes. Like exclusively dating. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like if she's not going to go on dates with other people, they're exclusively dating. She could be in that middle ground where she doesn't want to mess that up by going on dates with other people, but she also doesn't want to say, yep, we're back together and everything's good and fixed. Okay. You guys are making it too complicated. They're dating. But it is complicated. That's just kind of what happens with relationships. You know what they say? Life is complicated. Who says that? Avril Lavigne. Tell me why Why you got (laughs) guns. so complicated. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. And of course, in at the number one spot this week, Lunchbox got a call back. Yes, it really happened. He got a call from Jay, the director of the Bad Out of Hell musical in Las Vegas. And yep, Lunchbox is going to Vegas. I'm not even going to say any more than that because this was such an epic segment for so many reasons. He totally auditioned for it last week. He got the call back this week, and he couldn't wait to ask all the benefits he would receive out of getting the role. I'm just going to let you hear it for yourself, because when Jay called in to give him the news, 
He was so stoked he could barely contain his excitement or his multiple questions about what he would get. So here you go. Number one. You nervous, Lunchbox? Oh, man, I'm nervous. I, I'll tell you what. I, I talked to my agent over the weekend, and he you was have like. an agent? No, you're your You Nico. fake as your agent. No, Jackson Hughes. Jackson okay. Hughes. And he was like, look, man, I think this is really a good spot for you. So if they offer it to you, I really think you should take it. And so, I mean, I'm hoping. I, I reviewed the tape over the weekend. I thought I did pretty good. I thought you did good, too. I thought I did really good. Uh, Jay Scheib is on with us, director <sighs> of Bad Out of Hell, the award-winning musical in Las Vegas. Uh, he has credentials out the wazoo, and, you know, I'm all wazooed out. I, read, I mean, he's just very decorated, very accomplished, and we're going to talk to him and see if he's going to cast you in Bad Out of Hell in Las Vegas. A uh, quick prediction. Does he get the role? Amy. I mean, I hope so, Yes. Eddie. I think he does. I think the director liked what he saw. Yeah, I do too, because I saw him light up a little bit a couple yeah, times. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I have that effect, and that's what I do on stage. I will bring the audience in. They will relate to me. They will feel me. Mm, that sounds weird. Um, okay, on the phone, <laughs> Jay Shy. Oh, yeah. Jay, good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I'm you, great. You spent the great. weekend watching his tape and evaluating him for your production. Can you just give yeah. me, before you let me know what your final thoughts are, as you're watching this tape back, like what emotions were you feeling? Well, I I mean, I was just, I, I was laughing like crazy. I thought the comedy was so good. Were you trying to be funny at lunch? Some of it I was. Yeah. I, I don't know which scene he's talking about, like what was funny, I don't know, but... If that's what he's looking for, then spot on. If that's what he sees, that's what he gets. Yeah, that's what he gets. That's you right. know what I mean? I, Sometimes dramatic scenes can be funny at the same time. Hey, Jay, I have to imagine that casting is tough for a production because there are so many talented people. Yeah, and everybody's different. Yes. You know, so trying to get a, trying to get a sense of each individual personality and how they all fit into the group, it's a, it's a big part of the process. Is it pretty tense before the show goes on? Because it is such a big production with so many people doing so many things. I mean, is it like everybody tight or is it like free and everybody's like, let's just have a good time? Well, by the time we get to the actual performance, um, we've already been in the room rehearsing. And so for the most part, everybody's just like ready to like let it go and share it with the audience. Have you ever seen anyone quite like Lunchbox? This audition for you. No, actually, wow. no. Wow. That's yeah. wow. Everybody's wow. different. Wow. Wow. Memorable. What about anyone with near the same haircut? I, okay, I, I might have seen similar haircuts, maybe. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Jay, sure. just so you know, I, I've been the hair has been growing out because I don't know what the hair needs to look like if I, when I get this role. Uh, oh, or you're going out for the role. And so, That's like, great. I know that you guys have hair and makeup, so I figured they would want to style it and they would want to cut it whichever way. So that's kind of why like I've that. got it like this. That's a good line. Yeah, usually contractually, we ask people not to cut their hair without permission from the designer. Boom, see? Boom, That's see. what I'm talking about. All right, that well, is what I'm talking about. Lunchbox, real quick, last last chance to talk to Jay to plead your case. I do not know what he's going to say. He's, right now, Jay is on to tell Lunchbox if he got the role in Bad Out of Hell, the musical in Las Vegas. Jay, just think about it. Eventually, if this is a success, we can write the musical from Murkison to Zoom to Hollywood. And it's the story, the life, and acting career of Lunchbox all started because of Jay gave his one shot. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about award winning, wow. that's it. Okay. All right. That's what you have to say. And we can invite my old acting coach, Miss Dawson, or the teacher, and then my current Zoom coach. I mean, that's two people we can have an audience. Two tickets sold already. Audience. I like a good audience. Get a good passion. Oh, audience. man. All right, let's turn it over to Jay. Jay, we are now oh, your Jay, Jay had a good weekend. We're now Jay's audience. Jay, on, Jay. Uh, do with us as you please. 
So listen, Lunchbox, I'd like to offer you the role. Okay, okay. Question. Do I get a nanny? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, stop for all that. Stop for all that. Jay, I'm sorry. You, you're offering the role. Okay. Woo! Can, no. What, oh, what's so, the role? Am I Zat or Trat? Stat? No, what's no, his no, name? No, no. I right. already no. forgot. I, I'm a Strat. I'm Strat. Oh my. Hey, you no, guys, from now on, you have to call me Strat. Hold I'm on. no longer Let's let Jay talk. Let's let Jay talk. Be Jay, cool, go ahead. Cool. I, was actually, I was actually thinking it will be more, you'll be a, much stronger in the role, in the comedic role. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah. Who, who am I going to yeah, play? Yeah. Jim Carrey? So <laughs> you're going to play you're going to you're going to play one of the characters in the beginning who's working on the motorcycle and cracking jokes. And then you you take part in the you take part in the big demonstrations, like the the big sort of fight scenes. Yes. Because I, I, I could tell you were interested in, you know, more sort of more really physical stuff. Yes, I mean, I am more of a physical actor, and people do like my physique. Yeah, and yeah. I, no, 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 hold on, let's let him talk. Oh, let's let him talk for a little bit. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah. And, so then, and so then we're going to do that trombone number, just oh. like you, basically just like you said it. I think I want to just script it exactly as you did it. Wow. Western Union. Western Union. So, Jay, how many, so first Western of all, Union. Lunchbox, congratulations. Yes. This is your first Yes, I step. did it. Hold I on, did it. Hold on, hold on. All of my acting skills, my own merit got me the role. <laughs> Jay. Uh, how many lines total do you think Lunchbox will have to memorize? It'll probably be about 10 lines. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it, Jay. I am your man. Yeah. And then there's some improvised stuff. Oh, I can yeah. do that. You've already got the role. You don't have to convince him. Yeah. You got it. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> Jay. It. So this is going to be amazing. How long is the residency? Yeah, how long is it? Lunchbox wants to know how long his run is. <laughs> Well, um, I think we're I think we're going to run Bat Out of Hell. Uh, I think it's an open ended residency. Wow! What? What is that? I guess I'll do the show from Vegas, guys. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, <laughs> he's gone. He's talking about the whole production. Jay, Jay, well, yeah, is you can't about it you all. can't just find a new mechanic anywhere. How long do you That's think right. Lunchbox's role will will run, Jay? Um, I think like. I got to turn that over to uh, our general manager, who will be in touch with with your agent, Lunchbox. Okay. Yeah, and Lunchbox you guys doesn't can, like work out the contract. Just Jay, Lunchbox you can be the agent. Just you. Be. Lunchbox doesn't have an agent. He fakes it like he's an right, agent. Right. I'll yeah. let. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. Okay. It's okay. So we're gonna work this out, Lunchbox. Yes. But you got the role. Big I'm going day. To Vegas. Wow. Big day guys, hey, listen, everybody listening, book your flights. Come to Vegas. They don't know Come. when. So why would you book a flight? You, don't, you can't oh, tell them when. That's true. But be, be prepared to book your flight Get to your Vegas. Ready to come? We'll see go. me. Bad out of right? hell. Bad out of hell. Woo, Paris. Let's go. Okay. Oh, hey, Jay, I really appreciate you. Thank you for giving Lunchbox a Do we get a private chef in our suite? Okay, hold on. Just hold on. That's all you can work out. Have your agent work that out. Okay. Yeah, have your agent work that out. Yeah. Jay, I won't let you down, Jay. This is going to be a moment to remember. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Jay, thank you for your time. We can't wait to meet you in person. Hey, guys, I'm a thespian! Okay, stop yelling over Jay. He's our guest. Jay's our guest here. Jay, I'm sorry. We finished what you were saying there. See you in Vegas. See you in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there he is, Jay Shive, everybody. Wow. All right, congratulations. We'll come right yeah. down. Yeah. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Thank you all for listening to the best bits. Remember, this is just the bits. Make sure to check out part one. I brought on Mike D this past weekend. We talked about things we've won in our lives, and I had some movie trivia for him. So super fun on the part one side. Thank you guys again for hanging out with me. 
I love y'all. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Make sure you follow me at WebGirlMorgan on all the things in the show, at Bobby Bones Show, and of course, more content up there at BobbyBones.com. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.